Yo, what is up, everybody? Your favorite Fatboy Ray Ray coming at you with another Fatboy Takes. Finally, I am so sorry. I bamboozled all of you. I'm gonna apologize. But your boy has been hella busy. I have been working 10, 12 hour shifts for like the past month and a half since the last pod. So I didn't have time. And also, you know, it's kind of hard when I'm working a lot of hours. And then when I do have free time, I have to do wedding shit. Yes, I'm getting married in October, so I've been having to do wedding stuff on the on the weekends. So I literally did not have any time to, to do a pod. Like, but finally, it looks like I'm. I pray to God, my job is not like short staffed no more, and I'm able to have some more free time, so I can start doing pods. Cause you know I like doing this. Obviously, you guys know I haven't gave up yet, so I do like it. But um. Yeah, I hope all of you guys are doing great. I just want to say thank you again. I have like a thousand something listens. So that to me is a big deal. I never thought any of you guys would like my content. I'm just some dumb fat guy from the San Fernando Valley. So that's awesome that you guys enjoy the pod. I hope you guys keep listening. I hope you guys follow uh, me on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, and all that good stuff. YouTube, I'm on pretty much everywhere. Um... But yeah, on today's pod, we're going to go over the NBA free agency so far. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of, pl- uh, like, uh, the Lakers moves, some of the Celtics moves. Like, basically all the moves that have been made in free agency. Um, I'm going to say my take. I'm going to say if they're good or bad. Um, kind of like why I feel uh, why the teams made these moves. Hope- hopefully, you know, you guys enjoy it. I'm also going to talk about FIBA. Uh, well, USA Basketball in the Olympics FIBA, uh, I'm tripping. Um, but yeah, uh, and I'm sorry I'm early. I, I, like, I'm really tired. I went to work today, but I have to stay up because I'm getting a haircut. So I have time to do a pod because uh, I have nothing to do. So let's get it. I have free time. Um, also, we're going to start talking a little bit about football. Um, and also, first I'm going to wrap. We're going to do an NBA talk. And we're basically going to talk about, like, from the first round to the second round, third round finals. I'm just going to go over it, brief little thing, because I really want to talk about the NBA uh, free agency and about USA basketball and about football. Um, yeah, and also maybe fantasy if I have time. I have like about a two-hour gap before I get a haircut. Uh, I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. If I cut it close, I'm just going to just cut this the the pod short uh yeah here we go let's get into it also if you hear click clacking y'all already know mind your business just enjoy this shit because you're not i gotta have to bring up the stuff because i don't i didn't have a chance to write everything down this is kind of like a spontaneous pod i'm just gonna keep it real with you um but yeah here we go so basically let's start the nba talk um kind of i'm gonna be honest the first round kind of went like i thought it would I wasn't really wrong much, but I was wrong about the Hawks in the East. So they made me crow right there. I was dead wrong. They literally fucking shit on the Knicks. I don't know what the hell happened with the Knicks. The Knicks clearly had the better team. Julius Randle played like garbage. That's That was a big factor too. Julius Randle did not play too high in the playoffs. Um, so let's just say that. He was a big reason that that, that, that my prediction was wrong. Um... Um, basically what else? Uh, the Clippers handled their thing, their, their business. The Nuggets did. 
I really I picked the Lakers to beat the Suns, and I was wrong. But then again, the AD injury, nobody saw that coming. So that kind of jacked up my prediction. Um, but other than that, the first round pretty much went like I said. The Celtics lost to the Nets. Um, and that's it. Uh, and now let's get into the second round, basically. Uh, Mur no Murray for the Nuggets. The, the Nuggets couldn't do anything. Uh, that series was really, really easy for the Suns. They didn't really have to guard any of the guards. The Nets, the Nuggets were playing with their damn third-string point guard that they signed off the damn fucking street. Um, poor Joker. Joker had a crazy, crazy run, though. Like, he, he was balling every play the whole playoffs, dude. He was on a sick one. He showed why he deserved to be the MVP. Um, basically, and then... Uh, the next, what, what was the other side? It was, uh, Clippers versus, uh, oh my god, I'm brain farting so hard here. Uh, Clippers versus Utah. Um, I really thought, well, I picked the Clippers. I always thought the Clippers were the better team in the West this year. Um, and obviously Kawhi went down, but I, I was amazed that the Clippers were able to win that series without their best player Kawhi yes uh Mitchell was hobbled but I still think the Jazz should have pulled that out um they just couldn't stop PG-13 and also we cannot let's I cannot stress this enough we cannot talk shit about Paul George anymore calling himself playoff P that boy bald that man literally averaged 30 points like the whole playoffs so it's safe to say that that dude finally earned his name. Just sucks that he couldn't get farther because I honestly think if the Clippers have Kawhi, they go all the way. Um, also, I, I, I'm just going to put this out there. I have a feeling that if the Lakers don't get injured, they beat the Suns easily. They were up 2-1, and then the injury happens, and then their season went to shit, and that was it. Um, also, I really, really hated how LeBron played that elimination game. Let me, let me just throw that out there. So passive, settling, settling. I know LeBron's old, but come on, dude, you gotta take over. The, the, those guys ain't got nobody to guard you. You're you're the best wing in the in. You and Kawhi are the two best wings in the West. Come on, bro. Get come on. You gotta go in. Um. Basically, that's pretty much it for the West and in the East. Uh, I didn't. I called it about the Sixers. What did I say? I said, second round exit, Every, a lot of people gave me shit, a lot of my friends that listened to the pod gave me shit, they said I was just being a hater because I fucking hate the Sixers because I'm a Celtics fan, no, I've been watching the Sixers for, for years, like I fucking know what, like I, there's a fucking second round exit team bro, that team literally fucking quits, I feel so bad, like, and, and what happened, Joel Embiid was fucking gassed by like game five, like he literally blows that layup, and then Ben has that bad, like, he doesn't shoot the ball when he had a layup because he was afraid to get fouled. There, I'm going to be honest, they were in Ben Simmons' head. Ben Simmons just lost them that series. Um, sucks, sucks Embiid got injured. Who knows, maybe Embiid. Well, actually, I, I can't even say that because Embiid's still bald with that injury. He just got fatigued. He was tired. He was carrying, um, you know, their third uh, big three member. They don't even have a big three, dude. Ah. Oh my god, he was so... Tobias Harris had to play better that series if he really wanted to advance. So I'm gonna just be honest. This is Tobias Harris is to blame as much as Ben Simmons. Um, 
the I just I I'm gonna be honest. I feel like the Hawks overachieved. I don't think the Hawks sniffed the ECF for a while. Maybe they have to add another piece down the road. I don't think that team is gonna make the ECF anytime soon after last season. And let's get down. To, let's talk about the Bucks Nets. Uh, basically, the Bucks. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this shit because I I gotta say it. I, the Bucks lucked out. The Nets were in complete control. They they literally had slapped up the Bucks with Kyrie. Kyrie goes down. We already know Harden already had got injured the Celtics series. Um, if Kyrie doesn't go down, I feel like the the Nets win that series in five. Also, I don't want to hear anybody ever slander KD because KD went off. KD literally almost single handedly beat the Bucks. He beat him one game single handedly. He almost. In Game 7, if he doesn't have fucking big feet, the man literally goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm pretty sure they they get Kyrie back. And then we have a different ball game. I, 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 I really think the Nets would have won uh, that series against the Bucks. But whatever, you know, injuries are a part of, a part of the NBA. It happens. Um, then let's fast forward to the Finals. Basically, the Finals is the Suns. And I'm going to be honest, the Suns literally had the biggest Cinderella run ever. But they had a lot of luck, man. Pure injuries, pure injuries. Every single team they beat was injured. Either missing their second best player or their or their first best player. So they lucked the hell out. Um, and um, I just feel like <sighs> the Suns go up 2-0, you know. And then the Bucks just reverse sweep them. They went four games straight. I think they kind of just figured them out, and the Bucks were playing like garbage the first two games. Like I'm gonna be honest, the Bucks were playing like they were clueless. Like they went away from what got them to the finals, and then they kind of just like snapped out of it. They were like, "Oh shit, dude, we're playing like idiots. Let's let's start playing Bucks basketball." They also started taking away the pick and roll from Aiden. They started defending better. Drew Holiday was struggling at first, and then it just the rest was history. I just want to say congratulations to the Bucks. Uh, the Greek Freak had an amazing series. That closeout game, probably one of the best closeout games ever. I don't care what anybody says. The man put up a fifty bomb with like twelve rebounds or something like that. Like we can't, we can't even, we can't even hate on on the Greek Freak. Uh, the Greek Freak, like I. I'm not a big fan of the Greek Freaks game. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like, I'm gonna sound like a hater, but I, to me, it's really boring to watch him. It's like, get the ball, drive, dunk, get the ball, post, get the ball in the post, hook, or dunk. That's it. Like, he's kind of one-dimensional. Like, I hate to say it. Like, his 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 offensive moves are 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 uh pretty limited, but. Whatever I, he's a good guy, so you know it's it's hard to root against him. But when he plays against the C's, fuck him. Um, but yeah. Um, other than that, congratulations to him. He got his MVP. Like he he made good on the promise he made Kobe that he you know that on that challenge he he won that chip. Uh, so good for him. Um, that's pretty much it for the NBA talk. All right, all right. So let's talk about the NBA free agency first. Let's talk about the Lakers. Um, cause we have to, you know, they are the team that made the biggest move so far. Like as soon as free agency opened up, they, you know, they, they, they made that, that rush trade to me, 
I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like, I know a lot of you guys are really hyped about that trade because it's like, oh, Russ, he's a triple double machine, blah blah blah. Like, he's he's like he's he's he can rebound, he can pass. Let's just talk about the important shit here. Like, like I'm gonna just be real with you guys. Like, to me, I do not think this trade is a good trade. Yes, you traded Kuz, you traded KCP. Um, I feel like this move is not a good move for the Lakers. Just for the simple fact that he he averages six turnovers a game, like that's that's a that's awful, like and he's he shoots horrible from everywhere except from the like when he drives, like he he's not a good mid range shooter, he's not a good three point shooter. The Lakers need shooting. We already know the formula that works with for LeBron. You get him as shooters, kick and drive. Or, you know, picking rolls with his big man. That's the formula for LeBron. Like, you literally traded, like, I didn't know this, but I looked it up. Carwell Pope and Kuz were, like, the two players that made the most three for the Lakers. I had no idea. Everybody under those three players had made less than 100 threes. So, KCP made, like, 109 threes, and Kuzma made 129 threes. I don't know. I just that's that's a stat I saw and it was legit. I looked it up. So that's literally their two best shooters that they traded away. Um, and also KCP was like their best perimeter defender. So that's another thing. They are losing on defense with Russ. And then also Russ is aging. Russ is 32 now. Like he's he's been getting injured as of late. So that's another thing. That's that's another thing to monitor there. He's his he's been getting injured. The more and more his career gets like into its final stages, um, like to me, like the shooting is gonna hurt. I don't know. And then the X's and O's, like him playing off the ball. I don't know if he can play off the ball because he can't shoot. But then I hear all these people saying like, "Who cares? He can just literally get a bucket every time he wants." No, there's some guards that can guard him. Um, but like personally, I didn't like that trade. Like, that's just me. It's not because, you know, I'm a C's fan. I just don't think that was a good trade for, for, for the Lakers. Like to me, this, this was the trade here. Like the, the Kuz, the KCP for Buddy Heald. And then that left you some money to make me go after DeRozan. Cause also, they absorbed that $45 million Supermax contract for Russ. That literally pretty much wiped out 15 mil. Like, that could have been what would have got DeRozan over here. Like, it left the Lakers with $5.9 million to offer DeRozan. Like, DeRozan ain't taking that shit. As much as he wants to win a ring, the poor guy is not going to get paid $5.9 million. He's going to go from getting paid $30 million to $5.9 million? Hell no. Um... And then now let's talk about the other pickups here. Like I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna like give my take on like why I feel they made these pickups. Hopefully, you know it doesn't sound too crazy. Uh, but like I like the Trevor Ariza pickup. But the, like to me, I like the Trevor Ariza pickup. I like the Camp Bazemore. They're like Camp Bazemore. Like Trevor Ariza shoots the three ball like at 35% below league average. Camp Bazemore shoots it at the league average. So they're like not great three point shooters. We know LeBron James is not a great three-point shooter. Anthony Davis is a horrible three-point shooter. He shoots the three ball at 28%. That is 
awful. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and then they got Melo. Like, I, to me, like, these trades are, like, kind of, like, I get why they made these trades, you know. They're, they're gonna, they made these trades because there's no good wings in the West. I'm going to just say that. They literally have the best wing. LeBron is the best wing in the West. Him and Kawhi are the two best wings in the West. Because Luka plays point, but Luka, to me, I feel like Luka does not have enough to do anything. Like, Luka's literally going to be a first-round exit until they get him that other piece. I don't think Prozingis is the piece unless Prozingis proves me. Prozingis got to prove me wrong this year. So, basically, all the good wings are in the East. You got Jason Tatum. You got Jalen Brown. You got Giannis. You know, you got all those guys in the East. All... KD, all the, the the really, really good wings are in the East. Like, these dudes can guard any point guard, whatever. That's good, you know. Any point guard, they can shut them down. Um, so, I feel like that's why they made those moves. I think this, and another thing, like, I feel like these moves are just made basically like, oh, you know, veterans, you know, we couldn't win with the, with the young, with the young guys. Now let's bring in some veterans that are going to fall in line and listen to everything LeBron says. Um, to me, I feel like if anybody's going to butt heads, it's going to be Russ and LeBron because we know Russ, he's a competitor. He's like fierce competitor. Like we've, I'm going to be honest. We've seen Russ shoot out, shoot OKC out of so many games. Like, with the best shooter ever, like one of the best shooters ever in KD, a dude that's wet from anywhere. Like, I'm just saying, like, Russ is going to go back. I feel like Russ is going to go back to what he knows, shooting those terrible contested shots, the mid-range shots that are not really good for him. Um, but we'll see, like like I said, like, it's going to be weird. I see why the Lakers made those trades. I didn't even talk about the, the Kendrick Nunn trade. To me... I feel like the Kendrick Nunn trade is probably the best pickup, not the trade, but the best pickup that they made, if his mind is right. And the reason I say if his mind is right, because let's let's backtrack to his rookie year. His rookie year, he was killing it when he entered the league with the, with the Heat. You know, he he got drafted like super high, not like super high, but like in the twenty pluses, and you know he was producing good numbers. And then he got COVID, and then he got COVID, and then he lost his starting spot to Goron. Dragic, and then Dragic started blowing up. He started balling in the bubble, and then when when uh, Nun came back, he just he didn't look like himself. Like he was awful. Like he just did, he couldn't recover. Like he he couldn't get it back. Like like I don't know. It's just like it was it was a mental thing uh, because he was okay. He already had recovered from COVID. He had so much time to recover. He was good. It was just it was his mental like like I said I, to me that pickup is great if his mental is good, um because he he does let that mess with him obviously that first year, and then, um, I hate how all these reports are saying like oh he left, uh cause uh, for for a better opportunity over here like, like, it is a better opportunity for him but they're making it seem like he was like nah fuck the heat I'm out. It wasn't like that. He, that it's just put two and two together. This dude was not gonna get playing time once they got Kyle Lowry. That that was it. Like and Jimmy and like that's it. <laughs> He's gonna come off the bench. So he probably just left. Cause to be honest, I have a feeling that he eventually will be a starter for the Lakers. You're gonna have to start him. Like 
Like it's gonna, it has to. Like none is going to be a starter eventually for the Lakers. If his mind is right, he will take one of these dudes' jobs. For one, he's young, and when he's on, he's on, like he's on it. Like when his mind is right. Um. So to me, like I like I don't like the bus trade. Like that's just me. I don't like it. He can't shoot. He's on. He's on the decline. Um, but I know a lot of you Laker fans love it. Like, to me, I feel like he has to stop trying to rebound and he just has to let AD do that. AD rebound and Russ does whatever they need him to do. Hopefully, Russ can buy in because I would, like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I fuck the Lakers. I, you know, I'm a Seas fan, whatever. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, the NBA is always better when the Lakers are good. When the Lakers, Celtics, Knicks, Bulls, when those teams are good, the NBA is always better. Like, no matter what. So, it's good for the NBA. So, I hope the Lakers, like, do figure it out and they don't lose again in the first round. Hopefully, they go to the second round, farther, whatever. But, yeah, I just don't like that trade because Russell, I, I've seen Russell Westbrook just do so many bonehead things. And another thing with Russ, Russ can't play fast and he can't play slow. And one of the old pods, I talked about it, how... He led the league in, in transition turnovers and then in half-court turnovers. And that's another thing. He's awful in the half-court. That's why I do not like this trade either. He is horrible in the half-court. Um, but whatever. We'll see what happens. Uh, they do have a lot of time to figure it out. They're going to have 82 games to figure it out. Um, and if anybody can figure this out, I think LeBron can. Um, but, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Uh, now let's talk about the Celtics. To me... Uh, I hear uh, the Celtics getting slandered left on right on Twitter. And I'm just like, what the hell are you guys talking about? If you literally think this team is going to be a 7th or 8th seed, you are fucking tripping. There's no fucking way that this team is a 7th or 8th seed. Like, just just take a step back. Calm down. I know how you Bostonians and Boston fans like like to overreact about shit. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, you guys are hitting the panic button way too soon. Um, let me try to calm you guys down a bit. You literally have a 23-year-old superstar. We're going to say it. Jason Tatum's a superstar. The kid's here. He's a superstar. Look what he did in the playoffs. Like The kid averaged like 36 points in that series, and he only played five damn games. The kid was killing it. Um... And we already know what JB can do. JB averaged like 25 points. He was an all-star this year. Like, those two guys are just going to get better. Like, their next year, these two dudes are going to ball. They have the scoring with those two dudes. Al Horford can give you 15 and 10. Like, I, I hear a lot of you guys crying about the Horford trade. And it's like, we like you guys need to understand, the Celtics needed to get out of that Kemba Walker deal. That's who cares about the first-round pick. You guys got to understand that Campbell Walker trade was needed because you it, it was two years already of Campbell's bad knees fucking him over in the playoffs. In the bubble, he was awful in the Toronto series and he was awful in the Heat series, and it's because his his knee his knee was messed up. And then what happened the next year? They rehabbed his knee, blah 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 blah. He was gonna supposed to be ready for the playoffs by game three against the Nets. He was done. It's like, I hate to say it, but it's like my buddy Sal said. He said, can't really be playing from the from the hospital bed. And it's like, shit, kind of shitty to say, but he's he's right. Um, So they had to get out of that trade. 
And who who else? To me, I think the the Al Horford trade is a great trade. The reason it's a great trade, he already knows the system. Yes, they have a new coach, um, but I'm pretty sure that the system's going to be kind of like the same from Brad's, maybe a little bit better. They're going to tweak it. Al Horford can still stretch the floor. Al Horford can still defend at a high level. Al Horford's a great passer for a big man, which we need. He's a way better passer than than Robert Williams. Um, he's not as good as a defender as Robert Williams, but he's still a very, very capable defender. Come on. The, the Thunder literally sat the dude out the whole second half of the season. He sat out like 50 games because he was playing too damn good. They're like, yo, yo, man. We're trying to tank. We're trying to get these high picks here, bud. Like, you need to sit your butt down. Like, you're, you're not playing no more. Like, they benched him. And then they agreed that they would work something out in the offseason so he can be traded. And they did him a solid. They traded him back to the Seas. Like, I'm super ecstatic with this trade. Like, if he doesn't get injured and he can produce. Also, he had the best season he's ever had last season. He averaged 14 points and, like, 8 rebounds. That's literally, like, the best season he's ever had. Um... So, and also, he's going to be rested. He did not play a, in a lot of games last year. So, that to me is a good trade. We got out of the Kemba contract. And also, his contract can't be voided next year. So, it's going to help free a max spot. Now, let's get to the Josh Richardson trade. All right. To me, we got that guy for nothing. He literally fit into the Gordon Hayward uh, trade exception. So, we got him for nothing. We literally traded Moses Brown. Sucks that Moses Brown got traded because I was I was trying to see if this dude was gonna like explode because you know we saw him kill the seas. He got like an 18 rebound game against the Celtics. Um, but um sucks that he had to go. Um, but we literally got Josh Richardson for nothing, which is he's a capable defender. He he plays hard. Uh yes, he doesn't the three ball doesn't always fall for him. He shoots around 35%, whatever. But you guys gotta think think about it this way. We look at look at the starting five. Like right now, this is the starting five. Smart's gonna play point guard unless the Celtics find a way to get a point guard. So smart point guard. Jalen will probably play play a uh, play shooting guard. Um, Tatum. Well, well, Josh Richardson. Well, <clears throat> I'm got confused. Sorry, Josh Richardson will probably play shooting guard. Jalen will probably play small forward, and. Uh, and Tatum will probably play power forward, and then we'll have Al play center. Al is best at center. Like, he hasn't played power forward in a while. He is the best at center. So that would probably be the starting five for this season. That starting five literally can lock up anybody. Like, that's, that's like, another thing that you guys are not taking into account. The Seas are going back to a defensive-minded team. Like, it's so obvious with those pickups that they made. Like, they're like, yo... Defense is our first priority. We have the Jays. We have we have Josh. We have Smart. They're capable shooters. Uh, let's see where this goes. Like I don't mind it. I kind of feel weird that you guys are all saying that they're punting away the season. Also, the bench has already improved as well. Like I like we traded away Tristan Thompson. Ernest Cantor is gonna is the third best rebounder in the league. So you address some rebounding. Yes, he sucks at defending, but he's he we're addressing the rebounding. Also, Peyton, Peyton Pritchard is going to be better. Naismith is going to be better. Romeo Langford is going to be better. And you're going to be able to play uh, smart probably from the bench. Who knows? I heard Isaiah might come. We don't know. We'll see. 
Um, but already we got we got done. Um, the bench is already better. Like I, uh, Grant's still gonna play, but whatever, that's fine. Robert Williams might come off the bench some nights. Uh, Al Horford might come off the bench some nights. There you go. The bench is already better than last year, for one. And now the team is defensive minded. To me, I feel like this is going to be a top four team in the East. Like I know the Bulls made moves, I know I know uh, uh, the Knicks made moves, but I still ain't got no faith in those dudes. I ain't got no faith in the Hawks either. Um, that's pretty much it for the Seas. And also, the Seas are 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 trying to get a max player next year. They're I don't know if they they get Beal. I don't know, but that's the goal. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys though. Let's get into the Bulls. Like, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. Like, I don't know what the Bulls are doing. Like, because to me, I feel like, yes, the Lonzo pickup is a cool pickup. You know, Zach Levine, um, DeRozan, Vucevic. You know, they have a solid starting four or five. But the problem with those dudes, who the hell is going to defend? None of those dudes, none of them are top-tier defenders except for Lonzo. And, and DeMar is an okay defender. But, like, Levine's horrible defender. Wusevic is not a good defender anymore. It's like who who plays defense? Like they made all these moves, and I'm just kind of like, and also their coach is terrible, terrible. So I'm just kind of like, I, I don't I don't like these moves, but maybe they make more. I like don't get me wrong, I like Kobe White. I think that kid's good, but I do not see the Bulls being higher than a six seventy. I like uh, who knows? Maybe this surprised me. Like I. A lot of people keep saying I'm hating, like, you know, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball. Like, I'm gonna be honest, this hasn't shown shit. Like, yes, his shot has improved, but what has he done? Like, I'm just gonna give you guys one good example, and this, and then I'm just gonna leave it there. We're not gonna talk about the Bulls moves anymore because I think the moves are dog shit. Um, John Morant literally took a way worse squad to the playoffs twice already. Twice, Lonzo literally had Zion. And Ingram for two years and didn't do squat. And a lot of people say, oh, the coaching was bad. Dude, no. What, like, But you had the better squad over Jaw. Jaw literally made the playoffs with the worst squad than, than that dude. So already to me, Jaw is like head and shoulders above Lonzo. Like, I, I, it is what it is. That's the example I'm going to leave you guys with. No more talking about the Bulls. Let's talk about the, the Knicks now. And also, I feel like Lonzo got overpaid because until he shows me that he can lead somebody to the playoffs, I don't want to hear that shit. Overpaid. Um, let's talk about the the Knicks now. I want to be honest with you. Julius Randle got, got overpaid. Julius Randle getting overpaid for like one good year. Other than that, all his other seasons have been mediocre. So I feel like the Knicks overpaid there. The Knicks definitely overpaid for Fournier. Fournier is a good player, don't get me wrong, but he was awful on the Celtics, and I have a feeling he's going to have some trouble playing with the Knicks and then with Kemba. Like, and that's another squad right there that's not going to play no D for the starting five. Only Julius Randle is going to be playing D. All those, that team is not going to be a top defensive team in the league. So it's like another thing. Like They're making all these moves, but none of those dudes. We already know here that defense wins championships. You can say what you want. The Bucks' defense was legit. The, the Suns' defense was legit. That's why they were at the end as well. I do not see the... And come and also that Kemba signing. That Kemba signing is not good for that team. I would have just kept 
Derrick Rose. Like, try to convince him to start a few games and then sit out some of it. To me, Derrick Rose is the better choice over Kemba. But when Kemba's undersized, I would know. I've seen him get shit on for, like, two years because he's undersized. Um, So, like, to me, I just think the moves they made were just like, you know, we have all this money. Let's all throw it out there. They did not make any moves that would make them contenders. Like, to me, I, I just I don't see it. But who knows? I might get proven wrong. Uh, we'll see. Um, also, let's talk about the Heat. The team that I think made the best moves in the East were the Heat. Obviously, the Bucks didn't really need to make moves. They, they're pretty much running it back. They just lost P.J. Tucker to the Heat. Um, I feel like the, the Heat, like kind of like, yo, we're going for it. But I still don't think the Heat are better than the Nets or the Bucks. But I like the moves. But to me, I they overpaid Duncan Robinson. They overpaid Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was awful last playoffs. He averaged 14.5 points. That's your star? You over, you paid that man a max of, I, oh my God, what the hell are you doing? And then you paid Duncan Robinson like 20 mil a season? Duncan Robinson don't play no goddamn day. What the, like, I know, I know that. The three ball is a key, and he's like a, a good three ball player. But, man, like, what is that move? Like, they overpaid. Um, I like the P.J. Tucker signing. P.J. Tucker signed for 7.5 mil. I think that that's a great signing for them. He's going to help with the defense. And another person I'm going to shit talk, I feel that Ben got overpaid. Bam out of bio. Bam out of bio. Didn't do shit last playoffs either. Um, You know, he didn't help him at all this time he was killer that killer in the bubble but he didn't really perform up to what they expected him to in that first round series um like i feel bam Adebayo got paid last year i said it he got paid for one good playoff series and then he was just like meh whatever but like i said i do like the moves they made i like the kyle Lowry pickup i i don't know if he still has a lot in the tank he's he's up there in age uh, but we're going to see. I like the Kyle Lowry pickup and the P.J. Tucker pickup. I hate that they overpaid for Duncan. I, I That, to me, was like an overpay. Same with Jimmy Butler. That was an overpay. Um, But I get why they paid Butler, but I just I don't like it. They paid him. It's the best player. You know, he, he motivates the team. They go as he goes. But I feel if, he, they, if this team does not win a championship, that signing is obviously horrible. Um, but... Like I said, I think I like the P.J. Tucker move because it's going to help him on defense. Um, and then they picked up Victor Oladipo. I, it depends how much he signs for. They didn't really say for what he signed for. To me, that move right there all depends if his, he can, his knee is healthy. If his knee ain't healthy, they're screwed again because they were really, really banking on Oladipo to help them on offense last year, and he just he got injured out for the season. Done. Um... So I talked about, okay, so that's pretty much all the moves in the East. I talked about the Lakers. Also, CP3, overpaid. But good job for getting your bag, CP3. You're, he's 37 years old. By the time that contract finishes, he's going to be 40. What the fuck are the Suns thinking? You're probably going to have to pay eight in next year. I, I don't understand that. That I don't understand how they're going to run it back. And also, you got to take a step back. If you're their GM, I, l I love Monty Williams as a coach, by the way. But if you're their GM, you, you got to take a step back and be like, yo, man, this playoff run, 
was kind of, you know, it was kind of, kind of lucky. Like they literally had, like I said earlier, every player was injured on the, every team they played, either the first best player or the second best player. So like, it was it's it was kind of like one of the it was like they had a lot a lot of luck. I've never seen a team ever get so lucky. And then when they played a healthy squad, they wa- they got washed. But I don't know whatever they said they're gonna run it back. They brought back uh, Cameron Payne. Um, Tory Craig uh, left, so I think that's gonna hurt them because that's a wing defender. Um, but I know they still have Jay Crowder, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I hate to see P3 signing. I thought that signing was shit. Like you gave this man another max. Like come on, dude, what are you doing? He's old, but whatever. Good for him. I guess, you know, they still value his leadership. Chris Paul does a lot of things, all right? I know he does a lot of things. He's a good leader. He's he's a, I can't say he's a point guard. He hasn't won shit. So we ain't saying he a point guard. We ain't saying none of that. Um, But um, he does a lot of things. You know, he controls the pace. He, he gets those dudes involved. He's a good team guy. Um. So, I guess, whatever. I hate it. I don't like it. Um, what else? I think that's pretty much it for the free agency so far. Other than the Hawks, the Hawks just signed John Collins, uh, which is, I think that's another overpay for the simple fact that John Collins got paid for one good playoff run. They had never made the playoffs, but he averaged like 14, 15 points or whatever. I don't know. They overpay him. They, they gave him pretty much a max. Um We'll see how that turns out for the Hawks. Uh, it's like I said, I don't see the Hawks sniffing the ECF anytime soon unless they they make a trade for another star. But um, that's pretty much for the NBA free agency. Oh my God, I almost forgot to talk about the Nets. I am so sorry. Like, where is my brain? Okay, but I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think the Nets win if the Nets don't suffer an injury next year. They win it all next year. I love. Love, I absolutely love the shit out of the Patty Mills pickup. Like, Patty Mills has been going off in the Olympics. We already know what Patty Mills does. Patty Mills is a sniper. That dude plays hard. Um, I can, And I can't even shit on Patty Mills for trying to win another ring. I'm going to be honest with you guys. He's been, he's been with us. He was with the Spurs for 10 years. You know, he won a couple rings with them. He stuck it out when they were garbage during this rebuild, this shitty rebuild. Poor guy. Um, so I can't even hate on Petty Mose. I'm happy for him that he might get another ring. The dude has been absolutely destroying the Olympics. So to me, the Nets made basically, that's probably the best pickup in it, the whole NBA free agency. Be, be, well, I guess besides the Russ one, according to everybody. But to me, the Petty Mose is probably the best pickup. In the whole free agency for the Nets. They have a dude. Just in case Kyrie goes down. They have a dude that can put up 20 a night. Off the bench. Or if he starts. So to me that that right there. And then you also have Joe Harris. Like I don't like. You know nobody ever talks about Joe Harris. Like everybody's always talking about. Love, uh, KD. Kyrie Harden. Dude Joe, Joe, Joe Harris is literally the was the best. Three-point shooter last year. He shot the three-ball at 55%. The league averages 40%. That is insane. That's nuts. (laughs) And now you add another sniper? Like, man, this team is loaded, man. 
I hate to say it, like, fuck, it's so lame that they're loaded, like, so freaking loaded, like, I can't, I can't even hate, though, like, it's like, damn, I hate this, I hate it, but, damn, good for them, like, that pickup, to me, was huge, like, huge, 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 um, and also, before I forget, let me talk about the Jazz a bit, I can't, I, I do like the moves the Jazz made, uh, I like the Tor, I'm pretty, I think Tory Craig went to the Jazz, if I'm not mistaken, Big pickup right there. They need a wing defender. Um, I also like the the white the white side pickup. That's a good pickup for them. And the Connolly taking a pay cut. He's getting paid like twenty three million a year instead of getting the max, which is awesome for him. He's literally sacrificing to win a ring. I'm gonna be honest. This is probably Mike Connolly's last contract. So him taking a nice little pay cut like that to try to win that ring is pretty damn cool. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much. For the NBA free agency, I talked I talked pretty much about everybody. Um, oh, also I forgot to talk about the Nuggets. Sorry, 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 guys, I'm tired. Um, but the Nuggets, I, I love the Jeff Green pickup. The simple fact that MPJ is not ready to be the guy yet. He's getting there, but until he can play two ways, his defense is awful. I like the Jeff Green pickup because Jeff Green can guard people. He can guard the wings. So I like that pickup for the for the for the Nuggets, and I'm pretty sure they get a, they're keeping Aaron Gordon as well. Um, I'm gonna say this right now: if Jamal Murray can come back healthy, um, I think we're going to see another Lakers and Nuggets Western Conference Finals next year. If Murray can come back as the same as he was. With the pickups of Aaron Gordon, uh, well, they had him last year, but Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green, MPJ playing the way he's been playing, if he gets even better, that team is going to be freaking nasty. I like it. The bench is not bad either. Well, Barton came back. Uh, this team's good. This team's solid. I would love to see a Lakers-Nuggets Western Conference Finals again, especially after watching Joe Keek last year, he got so much better from the year before. Like I, I want I, to me. I feel that that's a game, seven game series. If they, if like, dude, they're just gonna fucking duke it out for seven games. It's just gonna go back and forth, back and forth. I don't know who wins. Like that's just how I feel. Maybe we all know I'm a Joe Keek dude, but I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I love the moves the Nuggets made. Like that Jeff Green move is a good move for them because MPJ cannot guard them wings. So they're getting a person that can guard the wings, which is good. He's not going to be amazing at guarding the wings, but he can do something. It's not like MPJ. They just eat that kid alive. He's, he's not ready yet. Um, and let me say one thing, too, outside of this stuff, because I forgot. I am not going to be gassing Luka Doncic on this fucking pod any fucking more. Until this motherfucker learns how to play defense. Just let me throw that shit out there. I literally watched Kawhi Leonard be like, yo, let me get the switch on this bum Luka because he cannot guard me. I literally watched Luka get shit on three possessions straight and lose the series for his team. I don't want to hear that shit that Luka's a top three player in the league until this motherfucker learns how to play some motherfucking defense. It's unexcusable at this point. It's third year in the league. 
His we all know his offensive game is polished. He doesn't need to work on that crap anymore. He needs to get that ass in the gym and work on that motherfucking thing. So I'm not gassing Luca Doncic in this fucking pot. I'll be like, oh, he put up good numbers, cool. I ain't gassing his shit, calling that guy a top five player in the league, and he can learn how to play some motherfucking defense. Just let me throw that shit out there. All right, so that's pretty much it for the NBA free agency. Um, we're gonna get into the USA basketball now. Um, I'm gonna be honest here, I am so. Damn happy that the USA basketball team is in the gold medal game. Fuck all you haters. There were so many people hating on this squad on Twitter, on social media. Oh my god, this squad is garbage. They lost two exhibition games and you guys are acting like the fucking world was over for the NBA, for the USA basketball team. The men's like how dude, they do KD paid up dude. Oh, this team is nasty. Like, I don't know how they're saying, like, this team is not as talented as the as the other teams in times past. What the fuck? This team is loaded. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, they lost the... Yes, they lost to France. But that game that they lost to France, they didn't... Basically, Middleton, uh, Booker, and Drew had literally got off the plane a couple hours before that game. Like they had, they hadn't played any any time with the team, and look at them now. They're like four, they're like fucking six games in, and they're wrecking shit. Like that that lineup, like Popovich finally figured out his lineups as well. He was putting out some weird lineups out there. Man, I'm just gonna say this: that defensive lineup that he has, where he plays Drew, he plays Middleton, he plays Tatum, he plays KD, and Bam, that freaking lineup is nasty that lineup about to lock france's shit up in that gold medal game i'm gonna say this right now if france is able to beat the usa i will be very very surprised the usa team looks so much better from from three weeks ago when they played them or two weeks ago the usa team is nasty okay let's i am never going to if i ever slander kd you guys better call me out this man, KD, has been killing it in the Olympics. He looks like his former self. The man has been playing two-way basketball, been killing it. That game last night was like, damn, this this, this is the Warriors' KD before he got injured. Double teams don't matter. Splash, get off me. That man was splashing everything. That man's step back was wet as hell. It's been wet as hell the whole Olympics. Um, I'm just going to say this, like, I do see the team struggling, but I feel like they're going to win the gold. Um, after watching them play against, they literally dismantled Spain. They destroyed Australia after being down 15 points. They literally erased that lead, like, in six minutes. Third quarter starts, business, game over. Game was over by, like, the five-minute mark of the third quarter. They were up by like 12. Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, yes, game over. There are so many people hating on this squad. Though, I am glad they are shitting up all the fucking haters. They look so damn good. Like now, like, like I said, from bef the three weeks ago to now, the team is amazing. KD is just killing it. Tatum's been playing well. Um, Like I said, Pop finally figured out his rotations. That defensive rotation he has where he puts all his defenders on the floor is, is beautiful. Like that, 
Jesus, man, that they just those dudes just lock everybody up. It's nuts to watch. Um, but yeah, haters, where you at? There was a lot of you on Twitter. You hella quiet now that they 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 in the gold medal game. Um, <coughs> yeah, but that's pretty much it for the NBA basketball. All right, y'all, let's get into some NFL talk. Uh. First and foremost, it might be all over the place because, you know, I spontaneous pop. You know, I just went for it. Um, But here we go. First, I'm going to talk about the Packers. I really hate how Aaron Rodgers was talking all that shit. And then he was a punk and went back to the Packers. Like, you can't be talking all that shit and then be like, oh, no, I'm back. Like, come on, dude. Have some fucking balls, man. How the hell are you going to... Yes, I get it. You you went back for your teammates. You went back for Devante. Uh, but come on. You, you can't be shit-talking the shit out of your GM. You called your GM Jerry Krause. Like, that guy literally fucked over the Bulls franchise. Like, you, you compared that man to that fucking GM? Like, Jesus, man. What the fuck? And then, this is another thing that doesn't make any damn sense to me. The man cried, and and then he's like, I want to be part of these decisions and blah, blah, blah. And his first decision is signing Randall Cobb. What the fuck? That is a fucking shit signing. Randall Cobb plays like six fucking games a year. Like, what the fuck is that signing? That blows my mind. Like, and then his, he's over here on that ego shit. Uh... Oh, nobody comes to to the to Wisconsin to to uh, you know they all come to play with me. They don't come to play for the Packers. They come to play with me. Like holy fuck! Come on, man. You gonna fucking eagle your fucking this franchise that you've been with your whole career? Come on, man. And if and if wide receivers were lining up to play with your ass, how come they haven't got you a wide receiver? It it is that simple. Like you you cannot say. That all these players come here to play with you when you have not been able to get a receiver to come play with you for years. What what receivers have you have you gotten? You got the fucking uh, the Lizard King, Lazard or whatever the hell his name is. Straight trash. Like what 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 receivers have come play with you? Like you got Jimmy Graham to come play with you, a washed up Jimmy Graham to come play with you. Like who 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 has this guy got to come play with? Like, but I will agree that that their GM did drop the ball by not drafting a receiver last year. I if they draft the receiver last year, they're in the Super Bowl. Like that, the receivers they could have drafted would have literally been better than any fucking garbage they rolled out there. What was it? They could have drafted Jared Judy. I don't know about Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, I think, was the first receiver off the board. But I know Jerry Judy was on the board, C.D. Lamb. A lot of those, there was a lot of good receivers in last year's draft. They dropped the ball. They didn't draft one. Um, they fucked up there. Um, I think if, honestly, if they get them a right receiver, they make the Super Bowl. But also, too, like, he's wild. And the shit he was saying was pretty damn wild. Like, everybody kind of playing with me. Like, come on. You can't be saying that when you ha- when you haven't been able to get a receiver to come play with you. You literally over here hyped as hell because you got Randall Cobb to come play with you. A dude that plays like seven games a year. Like, come on, man. Get that shit out of here. The Cowboys got rid of Randall Cobb. The Texans got rid of Randall Cobb. 
Why do you think that is? Because the dude's always fucking injured, man. But congratulations to you, Aaron. You got yourself your wide receiver. Hopefully, he plays more than seven games. Um, that's the first thing I wanted to say. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I feel like the Packers are going to be good next year. They're a good team. Like, don't get me wrong. They're, like, they just need a another wide receiver. I don't think Cobb is the guy, but who knows? I guess we'll, we'll find out, right? Um, another thing is Minnesota. The Vikings are coming. So that division is going to get spicy because the Packers are good. Minnesota made some really, really good pickups in the offseason. I like what Minnesota did. They're, they they got a new uh, a new safety core, a new corner core. They're, they're ready. Like They are like, yo, last year we were the worst corners in the league, the worst safeties in the league. Let's let's build that. Uh, they got an edge rusher. This the team's coming. They rebuilt the the damn uh, uh, the damn defense. So I feel that next year the Packers and Minnesota Vikings are going to be duking it out for that number one seed in their division. I really like what the Vikings did. Also the Vi- come on, we know the, the that Vikings offense is very nice to watch. It's, it was nice when they had digs. It's still nice as hell to watch now. You got Alan Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is a damn monster. The kid is going to be a superstar in the league. Like, he's already almost there, literally. It's it's crazy. I don't think the kid's overrated at all. The kid proved last year that he's a monster. Um, he broke the rookie record, Moss's rookie record. The kid's fucking amazing. Um, yes, they lost Kyle Rudolph, which is not a big deal. He only scored one touchdown last year, and he played in 12 games. Their rookie was way better, Alexander or something. I don't know. He had a weird last name. But that dude is good. I think the – and it, Dalvin Cook, literally always in the ru- uh, for rushing leader. So the, the Vikings are going to come at the Packers. I'm not going to talk about the Bears because I do not like any moves the Bears made. I do like that they got a QB, but Andy Dalton is their starter. I don't know how I feel. Like I, I think that division is a two-team race. Uh, it's going to be between the Packers and the Vikings. Um, yes, the Vikings do have Kirk Cousins. You know, he tends to fold under pressure, but he has kind of Dalvin Cook to kind of alleviate some of that. Also, he has Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen to throw the ball to. So that also helps a lot. And the O-line got better as well. They always had a good O-line. The O-line is still solid. Um, so, yeah, that's how I feel about Aaron Rodgers' BS and that division. That division, is to me, is a two-team race. Yeah, so I feel like the NFC North is a two-team race. I'm just going to keep it real with you. It's going to be the Packers and the, the, oh my God, the Vikings. Man, I'm brain farting so hard. I'm sorry, guys, if I mess things up. I'm pretty tired. Uh, but now let's talk about the NFC South. <sighs> the NFC South is kind of like a dumpster fire right now. Uh, except for the Buccaneers. Obviously, the Buccaneers retain their whole squad. Um, Atlanta's garbage. I'm going to be honest. Atlanta's not ready to do anything. Carolina made moves, but I don't think it's enough. Uh, they're going to run McCaffrey into the ground again. Uh, I'm going to just be honest. Uh this division is going to be cakewalk for the Buccaneers. I feel like the Saints got worse. 
Uh, they lost a lot of key pieces. Michael Thomas is injured. I think he's going to miss like the first five or six games of the season. So Michael Thomas is injured. Uh, they're going to need Alvin, Alvin Kamara to carry them. Uh, they lost. Uh, uh, they lost uh, Jared Cook, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, they lost a lot of pieces. Um, I feel like this team's going to go through it. They also lost Drew Brees, their star quarterback, even though Drew Brees couldn't throw more than 12 yards anymore. It's still a big hit. Um, we'll see what Ty if Tyson Hill can step up to the plate and deliver. Um, I feel like the Buccaneers have this division in the bag. Obviously, they brought back their whole team. They brought Fournette back, uh, Antonio Brown. They still got Evans. Um, this team's good. They're probably going to Gronk. I don't know if Gronk came back, but the whole team, this team is the best team in the division. They're going to win the division easily. Um, the division to me that's finally going to be interesting is the NFC East. Like, I don't think the NFC East is going to be as trash as it was before. Um, I do like a lot of the pickups the Dallas Cowboys made. Uh, I like the pick the the Mick the Micah Parsons pickup. Um, they retooled the corners, the safeties. They they had a really bad safety core cornerback core last year. They retooled it. Uh, they 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 feel like they they hired Dan Quinn, the old Falcons coach, uh, which is good. It's a good defensive coordinator for them. I think this team's gonna make noise. Zeke's in the best shape of his career. Um, kind of nuts that you get paid so much money and you're not always like in shape. Like that's kind of crazy to me. Dak's coming back from his messed up injury. I think he's gonna be fine. We already know the the offense is loaded. The offense is not the problem. It's the defense. The offense is fucking loaded for the for the Dallas Cowboys. And as much as I hate to admit this, let's talk about the Giants. I like the Giants moves that they made in the offseason. They got another corner. They got an edge rusher. Uh, they got a receiver uh, in the draft. But I don't. we don't know if this receiver is any good. We'll see. Uh, and I'm going to be honest. The Eagles fucked the damn Giants in the draft. Uh, everybody thought. Uh, Parker was going to fall to Devontae Parker was going to fall to the Giants. Psych! Uh, Philadelphia moved up, traded with Dallas, and then Dallas, uh, and then the Eagles drafted him. Uh, kind of wild to me. Like, that was pretty shitty move. I know a lot of people are mad about that, but you guys got to realize that you, you guys are mad at the wrong team. You need to be mad at the Panthers. The Panthers literally fucked up the whole draft. For the Giants. Because if the Panthers do not draft that corner. The Cowboys draft that corner. Therefore there is no trade. And the Giants swoop on, on, on Devontae Parker. Um, so you got to think. The Panthers literally fucked the draft up for the Giants. Um, but back to the Giants. Uh, I, liked some of the, I liked the other corner they got. Uh, the defense was pretty decent last year. It's going to be better this year. Uh, to me, a lot of people are like gassing up their offensive pickups, like the pickups they got on offense. To me, I'm not going to be gassing Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph was awful last year. Uh, and he had a good online. There was no excuse for him to only score one touchdown in 12 games. He was awful. Um, 
But also, the Giants do have Evan Ingram. I feel like Kyle Rudolph is mostly there for blocking purposes for Saquon. But we'll see. You, we do know that, that that's the old special teams coach from the Pats. And we all know that Belichick likes to run two tight ends that can block. For, make it easier for the running back. Um, Saquon is the biggest question. We don't know if Saquon makes it the whole year. Saquon hasn't played a full season since his rookie season. He went down his second year for like six games. He had that high ankle sprain. Then he tried playing on it. He fucked it up again. I, I don't know. And then he tore his ACL. Like, we don't know. Uh, that's something that's really, really big for the Giants. They need to make sure Saquon stays healthy. Um, and then it's another. I do. I personally, I hate the Kenny Galladay pickup because that dude literally has fucking glass hamstrings. Like, that dude's hamstrings always messed up. So I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like that pickup. Uh, and I hate the John Ross pickup. Me and my boys, I love the Giants. I always constantly shit on them. I'm like, dude, John Ross played two games last year, one game last year. Like, get out of here with that shit. Like, I, like I'm like i not afraid of no John Ross, Kenny Galladay, Mr. Injury Prone Ass. I'm not scared of these injury prone players. Um... I'm not even going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, by the way, because they're going to be dog shit. They'll probably be the worst team in the in, in that division this year. Um, to me, I thought this this uh, this division was going to be a two-team race. My God, was I fucking wrong. I literally looked up the Washington roster the other day, and I was like, holy shit. They made some big, big fucking moves. Um, but they were kind of low-key about it. They did was they weren't like huge like you really had to go look. Let's be honest, who's gonna look up wa the Washington football team? Like, come on, that team's literally been irrelevant for like years. Um, so now let's get let me get back into it. Like, I really like the Curtis Samuel pickup. I felt like they needed another receiver. It it couldn't be uh, McLaurin the whole time. It couldn't just be the McLaurin show. Also, they drafted two O line dudes, which is huge for them. They needed help on the O line. The O line wasn't. The O-line was decent last year, but with those two dudes, the O-line is going to be even better. They also got another corner. This team is is stacked. I hate to say it, and they got another edge rusher, and Chase Young is a fucking beast. Let's just throw that out there. Chase Young is a monster. That man going to be eating up offensive lines. Um, and they also got Fitzpatrick. That's the only big question mark to me is Fitzpatrick because I feel... That guy's hit or miss. Either he's on it or he's off of off. But it's like weird watching that guy play. It's kind of like, you know, you see him throw two interceptions. You know, you see him throw two pick sixes. You like take a nap. You wake up and they're fucking winning. Even though he threw two pick sixes. It's fucking nuts. Like every team that guy's on, he does shit like that. And it's crazy to me. Um... But I like that pickup. Um, and we already know what you're going to get from Antonio Gibson. Gibson's a beast. McKissick's a beast. So they have a good running game. The offensive line got better. The defense got better. This whole squad got better. They already had made the playoffs last year in this shitty division. Uh, this division is finally going to be fun to watch again. It's not going to be a two-team race. There's going to be three good teams in the division. So I think that's that's good. Um, 
<coughs> and I think this division, the team that makes the playoffs, is not going to be an uh, eight and eight team. It's going to be a team that has a record above five hundred. Finally, um, that's pretty much it about the NFC East. Uh, let's get into the NFC West. To me, the NFC West is the hardest division in football right now, currently. I don't care what anybody says. The NFC West is the hardest division in all of football. Ever since Arizona got Kyler Murray, they put receivers around the young man. They put Hopkins. Kirk is a good receiver. The only thing that the Arizona Cardinals need is a running back. And I didn't really check to see if they signed anybody. Um, but if the Arizona Cardinals can get a running back, they're going to be in business. Um, I think uh, Edmonds is too small. I think he won't last the whole season. If they're planning on using him, that's going to be tough for him because he's a small dude. Um, also, I like the J.J. Watt pickup. So so they're like, yo, our defense, you know, we need a dude that can get sacks. They got a dude. They're making moves to make the playoffs. Uh, they almost made the playoffs last year, but they lost to the Rams. Um, uh, that's pretty much it for the, for the Cardinals. I'd like the pickups, uh, the Rams, oh man, the Rams, we already know that the Rams is literally the, is like top three defense in the league. There's, there's, it is what it is. Aaron Donald, you got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, like these, these dudes, nasty. Like the defense is always good. Um. It's just the offense that's the problem, and they literally addressed that by by trading Matthew St- Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff. I've been saying it on this pod since I started. Jared Goff is fucking ass. Jared Goff is a QB that is cool when he has all this time in the pocket, but once you make this man scramble and think, it is game over. He is awful. I I really love that trade for Stafford. To me, Stafford. I am, I am very happy for Stafford because that dude is finally going to get an actual shot to win a Super Bowl, to make the playoffs, to make some fucking noise. Um, Cooper Cup, very capable receiver. Uh, same with Reynolds. Uh, these kids are going to be solid. They have a, a good tight end. I forgot his name. Sucks that they lost Cam Akers. Cam Akers was starting to shine at the end of last season before his ankle injury. The kid was starting to go off. And then he t- tears his Achilles this year and, and uh, while he's training. Kind of sucks for them. Um, but they feel like they still have enough with the running backs they have. Uh, so we'll see how they do. I, I'm excited to watch this team play because I like Matthew Stafford. And to me, they were just missing a quarterback that can actually win games for them in the clutch. Um, also, let's t- let's get into To me, I like the Niners. Like, uh the Niners, to me, that team is nasty on defense. Their problem is, like, their corners. They're, they're going to have a problem with the corners. If the edge rushers are not getting sacks, not pushing the shit out of the, the quarterback, it's going to make it harder for the corners. I think the corners are like, meh. But this is another thing about the about the, the Niners that I like. They're, they grind their games out. Like, good defense. They, the O-line is so good that the O-line just moves you. Like, their running backs, they can insert literally any damn running back they have. They have, like, 10 running backs, dude. They, they got uh, Mostert's the starter. Um, but these dudes literally can plug in any running back. I've seen them, I've seen a third-string running back ball out with that O-line. 
So that O line is solid. Um, David Ayuk, I expect a big year from Ayuk this year. The kid was, was started popping off at the end of last season. He kind of came into his own. I like that dude. Um, we're gonna see. Like I think the Niners, and then they all they obviously. How can I, how can I forget about that uh, amazing uh, tight end they have? Uh, what what's his name again? Uh, George Kittle. Oh my God! I can't believe I forgot his name. Jesus Christ. We all know George Kittle is a baller. Uh, he just needs to stay healthy. If he stays healthy, I think this team will have a, an amazing year. Um, I think this team's set up to be legit. Um, they just, to me, they just the concern is the health. The health. That's literally what's going to keep them out of doing anything is the health. It's And also, we already know they got... To literally, they, they can literally plug in any running back, man. Like, they can use um, Hasty and be fine. They can use Mostert and be fine. They can, Wilson Jr., they, they'll be fine. Like, it don't matter which Brandon, I said David Ayuk, by the way, it's Brandon Ayuk. I expect a big year from Brandon Ayuk. Um, and like I said, this team can run on any team. It doesn't even matter. They're, they're, they're going to run on anybody. It doesn't matter. Um... Yeah, but now let's get into the Seahawks. To me, I feel like the Seahawks still a solid team. Um, I feel that this team has one of the best receiving cores in the league. You still got a really, really good freaking QB and, and Russell Wilson. Um, Chris Carson, I'm expecting a big yard of Chris Carson. Chris Carson was playing good last year, and then they kind of went away from running the ball. I think this year they just they gotta give that man the ball more and spread the ball out even more. Uh, DK Metcalf is a monster. You guys already know DK is gonna do his thing. Um, they still got Ty Tyler Lockett is still a very very good receiver. Um, they just paid Jamal Adams. Uh, they got their their edge rusher. This team's gonna be legit. Uh, it's gonna be this. This team is. It always goes how Russell Wilson goes. So, if Russell Wilson has a big year, this team will be will have a big year. Uh, they just gotta run the. I feel like they just gotta run the ball a bit more. They gotta stop going away from the run game. They always trying to do the whole let Russell cook, let Russell cook. That shit don't work because teams know that you're going to do it. So they need to run the ball. They need to mix up the the offense a little bit more. But I think the team is good. I think this team's gonna be solid next year. And that's it for the NFC. Let's get into the AFC. Uh, I'll just start off with the AFCs. Um, AFC East, two-team race. Hate to say it, Buffalo, New England. I don't think Miami does anything. That Will Fuller pickup is literally gonna be fucking non-existent by like week seven. Will Fuller misses like five games a year, so I'm not banking on that shit. Um. The, what I would have liked from Buffalo, I would have liked Buffalo to draft a running back. Because to me, I feel like if Buffalo had a running, a really good running back this year, they make the Super Bowl. Um, I just, I, I don't know who's out there still. I don't know, maybe you give Le'Veon a ring if he's not going to play for the Chiefs. You see how that goes. Uh, I think Le'Veon still has something left in the tank. 
I think he just didn't like playing for the coach he had in Kansas City. Um, and then I like the the moves the Bills made. They pay their their players on defense. Uh, we already know White locked down corner. That guy's a fucking beast. Um, I like. Uh, I also like the. Oh my god! I'm brain farting again. Jesus, can I stop? Um. We already know Josh Allen's a beast. Josh, I have a feeling Josh Allen's going to do his thing again. Ah, they signed Matt Breida. I like the Matt Breida pickup because Matt Breida didn't really get a chance to shine last year because he got injured in that O-line. is not is mediocre in uh, in uh, in Miami. It's The Bills have a better O-line. I would have liked the Bills to draft the RB, though. Maybe the kid uh, that the Steelers drafted, but who knows? I have no faith in Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. I feel like I've seen enough. They're not going to get the job done. Um, Stephon Diggs is a beast. We already know Stephon Diggs going to do Stephon Diggs things. Same with Cole Beasley. Um, I think this team is good. I like them. Oh, that's who they picked up. They picked up Emmanuel Sanders. I love the Emmanuel Sanders pickup. I think Emmanuel Sanders is still a, a decent receiver. He'll be big for them. They lost John Brown to the Raiders, but I do like the Emmanuel Sanders pickup. Um, I just hope the Matt Breida pickup works out for them because I do think that this team is going to be a contender again this year. If Josh Allen comes back even better than he was last year, this team's going to be nasty. Remember, I said Josh Allen was going to pop off last year. I was 110% correct. And mind you, Josh Allen last year was the best QB for fantasy. Either He was either the best QB or the best player in fantasy last year. So I was 110% correct about Josh Allen. Um, and I feel the same way this year. I feel if Josh Allen can ball again this year, I like the I, Diggs is going to do beast. Colt Beasley, you know, already know what you're going to get from Colt Beasley. You need a big catch, he's going to do it. Um, to me, just the concern is the running back. They need a running back that can. Because when you, it's let's just be honest here. If they're going to make it past Kansas City, they're going to have to be able to run the ball. I'm just gonna be honest here. Like I don't feel that anybody is going to beat Mahomes playing his game. His game is what. Throw the ball down the field. Just keep throwing and throwing and throwing. You're not going to stop me. I'm just going to do it. I'm, you're not going to stop Tyreek. You're not going to stop Kelsey. I'm just going to keep throwing the ball and scoring on you. How you do it, how you beat. Everybody already knows the formula to beat that team. Um, Either you pressure the shit out of Mahomes or you don't have a shootout with them. What you do, you score first. If you get the ball back, you're running back literally you just time manage the shit out of Mahomes. Um, but we'll see. Like, I do like the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have another good year. Um, uh, to me, I think the Bills are going to are contenders. 110% contenders. Hopefully, like I said, the Matt Breida pickup works out for them. Um, I also like the, the Pats pickups that they made they got all their players that they are all their players opted back in they're going to play this year the o-line is going to be good this year for them 
I think Cam Newton's going to have a bounce back year. He didn't get a chance last year. He got COVID. Uh, I like the Nelson Aguilar pickup. I like the two tight ends they picked up. I hope Hunter Henry can actually stay healthy. Uh, I think that they're going to be solid. And we already know that defense is going to be a top defense in the league. Uh, Bill Belichick. He's, like That's the thing too, man. You could never count out Bill Belichick. You just you you just can't. Um, and we're gonna see Sony Michelle uh, still has a lot left in the tank, and we're gonna see what what Harris does this year. Damian Harris does this year. Um, but I do like the Nelson Aguilar pickup. Uh, Nikhil Harry, we're gonna see what Nikhil Harry does this year. I think that this team is going to be super solid. Can't wait to watch these. I do want to watch them play against the Bills. Like these games finally have meaning again. Like last year, those games didn't have no meaning. Um, we already knew who was gonna win. I also I do like the Johnu Smith pickup. I like he got his two tight ends. He's gonna start running the ball more. Um, so we'll see. I think because we already know the defense is gonna be fucking lights out. Like ah, right, we already know. And now. That's enough about the AFC East. Two-team race. AFC North, basically, that is another really, really hard division. Uh, I like the the Ravens in that division. The Ravens are going to have a tough defensive again. I think J.K. Dobbins has a big year this year. He, he, did, he didn't really come into his own until like the end of the season last year. They, they gave him a bigger role. I think he has an even bigger role this year. Um, and we already know what uh their QB can do. He's a beast. We already know my man Lamar Jackson is going to do Lamar Jackson things. He's just gonna beast on people all day. Um I don't know about the receiving core though. The receiving core to me is still kinda like in the air. Uh you can't have Hollywood Brown be your best receiver. I feel like they need to get this man another receiver like ASAP. I know they draft I know they drafted a receiver. Um, the whole Mark Andrews as my best receiver shit ain't going to work. Ah, they got Sammy Watkins. That, to me, is not a good pickup. Sammy Watkins another player that only plays like six games a year. Um, but we're going to see if this if, if Shanahan can keep doing his magic with this one tight end, Mark Andrews, his double tight ends. Um, uh to me, I feel like the Cleveland Browns are going to be the best team in this division. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but this team is nasty. This team is going to go as Baker goes. So Baker is going to be key for the Browns to do anything. The Browns defense got better. Uh, they got Clowney. Uh, so another edge rusher to go with Miles Garrett. I like the moves they made. They got decent corners. Um, Nick Chubb resigned. I think uh, Kareem Hunt's gonna be somewhere else. So they're just Nick Chubb is just gonna have a bigger role. Uh, obviously, uh, they got uh, they still got a OBJ, and it sounds like OBJ is gonna have a monster year. But who knows? Like you know, it, it's we never you never know. 
Oh, never mind. They still have Kareem Hunt. I thought Kareem Hunt left. So they still they still have the two. They're going to have the two uh, running back duo. That's a great duo to have. Kareem Hunt. Uh, so basically, Odell Beckham. They have Odell Beckham Jr. still. And they're going to have Higgins as well. And Jarvis Landry. <sighs> this team's stacked. I hate to say it like this. This team's going to be solid. Um... And they also have Austin Hooper. Like they, this team has everything they need to make it to the Super Bowl if, if Baker can get them there. Um, to me, I feel like the worst team in that division is probably the the Steelers. Even though I love the pickup of of their that running back from Alabama, I thought I think that's a good pickup for them. Uh, it's either Alabama or LSU. I don't know. I'm tired guys i'm sorry but i like that pickup very very much obviously their receiving core is legit they got claypool they got juju um but the only the only problem and that defense is always good that's another team that's gonna have a top five defense that defense creates a lot of turnovers they get a lot of sacks they get a lot of picks mika fitzpatrick's a fucking lockdown corner um i just feel like that that team just needs a quarterback. I don't know why they just don't go away from Big Ben. Try to either they got they gotta do something about the quarterback. Big Ben is just looks worse and worse every single year. Like to me, the problem there is they they need a move from Big Ben. They're gonna give Big Ben one more shot. Let's see how it goes. I feel like this is gonna be like his last season. This if this team doesn't win a Super Bowl with Big Ben. This year, I think that's it. I think he just retires, and they, or either that, or they just finally let him go, and they do something else. They get another QB. They find a way to get a QB. Um, but other than that, I like the pickups they made. Uh, that, like I said, the defense is always solid. They got a good running back. They had to go away from from Mister Injury Prone RB. I don't even want to say his name. I I forgot his name. This dude always screws over my boy in fantasy. He always gets injured every fucking year and he misses a lot of time so whatever i forgot his fucking name who cares that guy's gone i'm pretty sure you guys know <laughs> um but yeah i feel like the Steelers will probably be the worst team in that division this year um let's talk about the afc south the houston texans are gonna be relevant i don't think watson plays this year the indianapolis Colts are in deep shit right now uh, Carson Wentz is pretty much going to be out 5 to 12 weeks. I don't know what they do. They're going to have to trade for a quarterback. And also their best lineman got injured. Old lineman got injured. We all know Jonathan Taylor is a fucking beast. But I don't know if Jonathan Taylor can carry them. I don't know if he can do it. Because that's what's going to have to happen. He's going to have to be huge on offense. I just, I don't know. Their receiving core is kind of old. I, I don't I don't know if they make the playoffs this year because that Carson Wentz injury is big. Like that is the best O line in the league, by the way. But if any O line can do it, this O line can carry them to the playoffs. I shouldn't say I don't know. I'm saying they could do it because that O line is so fucking good. Um, the Jaguars are gonna be dog water. I'm not talking about the Jags. Um, the Tennessee Titans are going to be legit 
I like the Julio Jones pickup if Julio Jones can actually stay on the field. We already know what Derrick Henry gives you. Derrick Henry, 100 yards minimum every game. He's good for a touchdown every game. Book it. This team going to win the division. I feel like that's the strongest team in the division. I like the Julio pickup. It's going to be good for A.J. Brown. Um, and, like, yeah, I think Tennessee wins this division easily. Um, now let's get into the AFC West. I'm sorry I'm not talking about the AFC South much, but I'm going to be honest. Like, that division is kind of going to be shit this year. It's going to be tight. It's going to be an easy division win for the Titans unless the Colts O-line and Jonathan Taylor can carry them. Um, we're not talking about the Broncos. The Broncos are not going to make that much noise this year. That's a team that's kind of shitty because that team always has good, like, I just, the quarterback situation, like, I, I know they picked up Terry Bridgewater, but I don't know if he's going to be better than Drew Locke. Like, because this team, we're not going to talk much about both, but we'll talk a little bit about them. Like, I like the pieces they have on offense. Like Cortland Sutton, um, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. I really hope that that Terry Bridgewater can ball out and show how good Noah Fant is. Literally, George Kittle said that Noah Fant is better than him. It's I I hope he finally gets the chance to show that he is better. Well, he's on Kittle's level or better than him. Um. And then their defense is always good, but the problem is that the offense is so shit that they can't keep the defense off the field. Maybe that changes this year. They did draft that corner. Um, Kansas City. We already know Kansas City is going to fucking ball, man. I hate to say it. We already know Mahomes. It's literally going to be the Mahomes, the Kelsey, and the Tyree Kill show. We already know that it is what it is. Um. I just and they they got their defense is mediocre, but the offense is so good it doesn't matter that the defense is mediocre. I'm not talking about the Raiders. Outside of Darren Waller, I don't see anything there. I feel bad for Josh Jacobs that they picked up uh, Drake. That's gonna fuck with his snaps. I think Josh Jacobs is a good RB. I don't. I I that pickup to me does not make any sense. I don't think that team should have a committee. I think how they were is fine. Maybe they got that committee because Josh Jacobs gets injured, but who knows? I I think Drake is ass. Um, and I shouldn't say ass. It sounds kind of bad, you know. Consider me, I'm just a some dumb idiot talking on the internet, but like he he sucks. <laughs> so much potential. I don't know what happened to that guy. It, it just sucks. Um, so and also I like. I'm hearing a lot of good things about that Brian Edwards kid, the receiver they drafted. But we'll see. Uh, Darren Waller is a beast, man. Thank you, Darren. All I want to say, I want to thank you, Darren Waller. You helped me get my first fantasy football championship. So I will forever be indebted to Darren Waller. Um, this is a team I actually want to talk about. I say it every year on this pod that the that the... Chargers have potential to, to make noise. To, to, I think this is their year. I think they're going to give Kansas City a run for their money in this division. Justin Herbert is a fucking beast. This this is a, a an, an, something I saw on Twitter. Justin Herbert is the Luka 
to Joe Burrow's Trey Young. So so Justin Herbert is Luca, Trey Young is Joe Burrow. Um and I and I think that is true so far. So far that can change. So far, um, I also like Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's a beast. They finally shored up the O line, and if that defense stays healthy, Bosa's a fucking beast. Uh, they, I like Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's a beast. Probably the best. Probably no. He is the best catching back in the league. Uh, so they have Austin Eckler. Hopefully he can stay healthy, doesn't get it injured. I know he's a small running back, but he's a beast. Kid's good. Um, but Justin Herbert, to me, is just an animal. Like That kid can throw it anywhere on the field. He'll put it anywhere on the field. He's a beast. And he's going to get better. That is what's even crazier. Uh, and he has a great receiver to throw to. I think Keenan Allen's a great receiver. Ah. Personally, a lot of people think that Keenan Allen's underrated. I don't think Keenan Allen's underrated at all. It just sucks that he plays th- through a lot of injuries. It kind of screws screws him up a bit. Um, I like that defense though. Uh, I forgot his name. Oh my god! Ah, shit, that corner. Whatever, dude. I can't think of the corner's name. They're finally getting him back from his torn ACL. I think he's going to do solid. And I think they also picked up Jared Cook, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me check. You know, you want to hear the clack, 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 clack. Uh, yeah, Keenan Allen. I also like Mike Williams. He had, yeah, they did pick up Jerry Cook. I'm right. So now he has a tight end to throw to that he's actually going to have a tight end. Like Hunter Henry, injury prone. Hunter Henry was always injured. So I like that he's going to have Keenan on to throw to. He still gets Mike Williams. And now he has Jerry Cook. He has another weapon. I like it. I think this team will be solid as long as they do not get injured. To me, this defense is lights out. Joe, Joey Bosa is a freaking beast you know that man's gonna put pressure on those cute derwin james is his name shit there you go i remember derwin james is a beast they're finally gonna get him back hopefully he doesn't get injured um yeah that's pretty much it for today's pod guys it's time to go i gotta go get i gotta dip out um i hope you guys enjoy the pod don't forget to follow me uh on all the platforms i would really appreciate it if you have any comments about the pod make sure you leave them i will try to get back to you guys i think i can only see the comments on podbean though i might be wrong though but i know i can see them on apple too but i don't know if i can see them on pandora or uh what is that other one on spotify i don't think you can even leave comments on spotify but yeah i'm on spotify apple music uh YouTube, oh my god, I'm brain farting so hard. Yeah, it's it's time to get out of here. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Um, I will catch you guys later. Hopefully I don't take like two months to do another pod. You know what, I promise you guys I will not take two months to do a pod. Um, don't forget to like the pod. Uh, have a good day, y'all. Peace!